Hi, I'm Maha Bulanane, and you're listening to Savvy Talk. Welcome to our special Ramadan series brought to you by Do Business called Inspiring Growth, where we're celebrating entrepreneurs and innovators who share their personal stories to help others learn valuable lessons. I am joined today by Yusuf El Gorg, the founder of Gravity DXB. Gravity DXB was founded in 2015. During that time, Yusuf was still a university student studying to be an architect. However, when he came across calisthenics on social media, he developed an urge to learn more about the sport himself. And at that time, Dubai didn't have any facilities or trainers which catered to that. Noticing a gap in the market, Yusuf decided to launch Gravity Calisthenics Gym as a hub for people wanting to learn and practice calisthenics and parkour in Dubai. Yusuf, thank you for being with us today. Uh, thank you for having me, Ma. Pleasure being here. Ramadan Karim. Same to you. Okay, I want to start by asking about your Ramadan rituals and, and what did you have for iftar yesterday? Uh, tough question. I need to remember that. Um, <laughs> actually, it was just a home-cooked meal. It was, uh, I had my, my whole family over last night, last night for iftar, so it was a pretty big meal we had. <laughs> what do you typically do during Ramadan? I know, obviously, as a founder of a gym, a lot of people want to work on their routines for what do when do they train when they're fasting. What's your Ramadan routine? Um, actually, this Ramadan has been a bit hectic. Uh, I'm currently doing my national service. I'm nearing the end of my national service, and I'm currently easing back into my corporate job, so it's been a bit of a hectic schedule. So uh, basically, it starts early in the morning. I'll head to the office for my corporate job. I'll be there for a few hours. I'll head back home, rest for an hour, then I'll head over to Gravity. Basically, I'll manage some of the stuff over there, get a quick workout in before a flat. Then I'll head home, have a flat with my family. And then after that, I start my shift at the National Service, which starts at 8 p.m. and finishes early in the morning, and it goes on the after day. Oh, wow. You must be tired. That sounds like a very hectic schedule. But let's talk a little bit about your background. Uh, I want to know, how did you get to where you are today? Well, let me start. Uh, I'll start with my... Uh, how I started with fitness. So, I mean, back when I was 13, I used to be, when I was in school, I started uh, playing football. So I uh, joined the Wassel Club as a football player. So I played football in Wassel from all the time since I was 13 up till I was around 22. So my day was basically, I'd have school during the day for a few hours, go home, have lunch, and then I'd be uh, go play football for another few, uh, train basically for another few hours. And then that carried on all the way to my time in university. So it was university during the day, uh, and then my training later in the afternoon. Uh, once I, I stopped football at 22, I then started going into mountaineering a bit. So I took a few courses mountaineering. Uh, I was able to summit a few of the world's top summits as well. And then it was around that time that I came across calisthenics and I decided to start gravity. So I started that when I was 24 back, back in university. So I had university and gravity, and then I graduated, spent a few years uh, focusing on gravity, and then following that, I got offered a corporate job, and then I've been doing gravity on my corporate job ever since. So tell me, how did you get interested in um, the passion of mountaineering? Because it's not like you could go, I mean, maybe you did go out in the UAE, but how did you discover your passion for mountaineering and, and calisthenics in general? I mean, I'd say for mountaineering, that started when I was on a family holiday with my family at Zermatt, and basically we'd go out for the day and come back, and then i just come back and start exploring mountains around that. So that's how it started. In terms of calisthenics, um, that started actually with YouTube. I came across calisthenics uh, videos on YouTube and I thought that this is something interesting. I want to do that. And then 
me and my trainer at the time just kept, uh, tried a few things out at the gym. We didn't really have any idea what we were doing. Uh, and then a few years later, I, I heard of a calisthenics course that was being held here in Dubai and I decided, let me try that out. And then I thought that if this is something that I would like to learn, there must be other people that would like to learn that as well. So I decided to start off Gravity. Taking the path of running your business is very different than, you know, your growth trajectory or how you grew as an entrepreneur. What was that like growing as an entrepreneur? I mean, definitely there was a lot of growth that came in over there. Uh, I mean, first of all, uh, juggling basically a corporate job and being an entrepreneur came with, I mean, it's a tough schedule to do. So, I mean, you don't really get any time off, especially as an entrepreneur. There's no time where you can literally be like, hours are over, I need to shut off. It's a 24-hour job. And then I, in terms of learnings as an entrepreneur, I mean, I would say definitely one, it humbled me a lot. I think when I first started off, uh, I approached a lot of stuff with a lot more arrogance, I would say. I mean, I started off when I was 22. I was, I, I'd said I was quite arrogant over at the time. I thought I knew my business better than anyone else. I knew what was happening. But then things very rarely turn out the way you expect them to do. So uh, whatever you have, any ideas you have, uh, basically when you roll it out the real world, it's not really what you expect it to do. So it, uh, over time, I, I learned to accept a lot more criticism, doubt myself a lot more. And it humbled me quite a bit. Yeah, you took input from others, you took feedback from others, and you started to be a listener and understand that there's a lot to running a business and there's a lot that it takes to, to grow a business. So when it comes to how you actually did this business and how you built it, how did you get customers or how did you actually find the locations? What was the process of actually building that business hands-on? I mean, when it came to start, for, I mean, I first came across Calisthenic through a workshop. I then, when I decided I wanted to set something up, I approached the people who hosted the workshop, which was the World Calisthenics Organization from the U.S. Oh. So I asked them what it would take to set up a calisthenics training center, basically. So... They explained to me more what what it needs from the technical side in terms of the training side. And then uh, at the same time, then I started putting things together. I approached the Dubai Chamber. They helped me. They had a program called Tajar Dubai. Uh, they helped me basically put up, put together a business plan, uh, have access to finance and stuff like that. I need to set up my, my business. And then at the start, it was a lot of trial and error. Uh, in terms of calisthenics, it's not... Uh, Basically, a calisthenics gym doesn't run the way a conventional gym was. So there wasn't really any business model we could fall back onto. And it was the same for me. I didn't really have much of a background in business. Uh, so a lot of the stuff that we had at the point was, at the start, was a lot of trial and error. We'd try things out, see how things happen, how people react to that, and then adjust accordingly. Uh, and we still do that till today. I mean, things are a bit more settled right now. We know we have a business model that's been tested over eight years, but then we're constantly growing in new areas as well. So it's still a lot of trial and error and seeing how things pan out. And what is the the thing that you learned most about building a community or a consumer customer base? Um, word of mouth plays a huge role. I mean, I'd say at Gravity, we have almost 50% of our customers that come in, come in through word of mouth compared to any other uh, type of marketing that we do over there. What we have is we have a very, we're very much of a community-based uh, gym. So if you compare it to conventional gym, usually people who come in there, train for one hour and go home. What we have at Gravity, people come and spend an average of two to three hours there per day. Uh, they come, they'll train for a while, socialize with other people, talk about their training. Then a lot of our members after 
training as well. They will go, basically they go out together, have dinner, stuff like that. We arrange our own community events as well. We have barbecues. Even the way our trainers react, uh, interact with our members is not on a trainer member point uh, basis, basically. We're one big family, basically. We go out together, we do paintball uh, games, we have barbecues and stuff like that. And at what point did you feel like your business, you considered your business a success? I would say actually two, there's two main points over there. The first is more on the business side, which would be when it goes to basically uh, conventions or fitness exhibitions worldwide. And it uh, mentioned gravity and I'd see people is from the calisthenics or also the wider fitness uh, community. And they were already aware of the brand. So that's, uh, that's one point of success. I would say where I see the reach that the brand has had worldwide. And then the second would be on a personal basis in terms of people over here and within the community and among our members. So when you see, when I see growth among our members and the impact gravity has had on certain people's lives. So for example, we've had one member that came in, he was in his late forties, wasn't that fit. And then now he's in his mid fifties. You see him and he's the fittest, the fittest he's ever been in his life. You see him doing handstands on the bars and stuff like that. And you see how the fitness could transform his life. And we've had the same thing with also some teenagers that would come in that weren't really that active or uh, people who are overweight. And then a few years later, they came into gravity, found a community, connected with people. Now uh, being active and fitness has become a uh, regular part of their life. And I, for me, that's the impact that the brand has on these people is the main uh, point of success for me. You're changing people's lives, Yusuf. Thank you. You're giving them a platform to be healthier and to live longer. And that that's a big deal. So the last question is, is you know, we're we're talking a lot about entrepreneurship and a lot of people have ideas and want to become entrepreneurs. And as you know, the path is not easy. What advice would you give to young entrepreneurs or people that have a, an idea or a passion and want to become entrepreneurs? Uh, well, I'd break this down into two things as well. The first is what I mentioned earlier is the sense of arrogance that I talked talk to you about when I first started. So I would say one of the main points is to doubt yourself, doubt your ideas. Second, I, when I say doubt, I don't mean as in, uh, well, I wouldn't use doubt, but actually question your ideas. Question your ideas. So, challenge them. Yeah. Yeah. So, and accept criticism. I know as we start off as entrepreneurs, we're very connected uh, to our ideas and the business is like our baby. So it's a bit difficult to accept criticism, but the only way to solidify ideas or make them, I mean, most ideas when you first come up with, they're pretty weak. Only after we challenge them and accept criticism that things become solid. So that's the main, the first thing. And then the second thing would be to have a sense of pers perseverance. That's one of the most important things I think in an entrepreneurial spirit. It's different than a corporate job where to any point you can be like, oh, I I've had it with this. I can just quit. As an entrepreneur, you have people relying on you. There isn't really any way out. You reach a dead end and you will need to find a way. You either find a solution or you create one. What What's the one thing you, the one thing you wish you knew that you know now? I, I just wish I started off with a bit more. Uh, I was a bit more humble when I first started. I think I... I, I made a few mistakes when I started off with gravity. It was a lot of it was due to arrogance. And but then over time, I think I learned to tone things down a bit. <laughs> Yusuf Gorg, CEO and founder of Gravity DXP. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you for listening to our Ramadan series brought to you by Do Business. We'll have a new episode out in just a few days. So follow us on your podcast app so you get the alert when it drops.